So James, we we made a bet last week. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Um. So first off, I had to Venmo you five dollars. We talking about this bet first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm five dollars richer because of this bet. Yeah. So we saw the Mario movie, mm-hmm. starring the plumber, the green one, the monkey. But anywho, I I bet real money that there would at least be a a silent but deadly joke in this movie. This is usually what we find in other video game adaptations, like Detective Pikachu, for example. I could smell that joke a mile away. Yeah. However, there wasn't any there wasn't any bathroom jokes in this movie. There was none, and um I had faith. I didn't think Miyamoto would let it happen. Oh. See, I ha- I went full like I was betting on the Minions company. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I was like, no, the tight grip of Nintendo, they're not going to let it happen. But did you did you catch the moment where that there's a moment in the Mario movie where you can so clearly see the conversation, like the boardroom conversation between the Minions people and the Nintendo people, like shoot down a fart joke. I think there was a couple of instances where they could have placed them. So there was the one in the water where like a bubble popped up because there was a monster under the sea. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Mario says, did you feel that? Instead of, oh, Luigi. was that you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, was that you? <laughs> Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong. What did you do? Um, therefore making me $5 richer. So thank you. Yes. And I, I think I paid you while in the theater. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you turned your <laughs> cell phone up to max brightness. Well, yeah, so I will say the environment in which we watched it was with, like, 20 other children. Yeah. It was a 30th birthday party that was mostly for... Uh, Adults? Chris, yeah, Chris Chris Shriver, he's been on the show with us. Uh, yeah, you know, a Toadstool, Toadstool boardroom podcast. So he's, um, you know, he legally works for Nintendo. Yeah. But, <laughs> so he had to see the movie. Um, but... It, yeah, so it was mostly for, like, you know, his siblings have, like, 20 kids and stuff. So, like, it was a very relaxed environment. Like, Rowan mm-hmm. was there with big headphones on and just, like, I was throwing, like, pirate's booty at him. But yeah. he watched the whole movie and, you know, people were, you could be on your phone and you could talk and stuff. So it was the ideal way to watch that movie, I think. That's a very unique experience. My cat's ripping up the chair, Richie. Yeah, is Ben okay? I hear him. <laughs> Dude, oh god yeah poor guy but anywho that i i'm glad that was the environment i watched and i think if i watched that you know remember when we went and saw the live action avatar the last airbender movie yeah and like the audible disappointment from the crowd because it was mostly just like young adults in the theater (laughs) Mm -hmm. being like you know what this movie can't be bad um and it was when the audience started laughing at things that weren't supposed to be funny. That's when I got really sad in that. theater. Yeah. It's like, Oh no, it isn't good. As where I think the Mario movie, like maybe if we were in a theater of like just a bunch of 30 something year old people, like maybe they'd give the movie more crap. But I think since I watched it and saw like a bunch of kids enjoying the hell out of it, like they thought everything was funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, see, this is, I think this is a good movie. 
Yeah. So, so is that your takeaway? Um, we, we can put like a timer on this conversation. <laughs> I don't think we have to talk about the Mario movie for too long. No, no, no. Yeah. This is, so that's my takeaway. I think it is, it is a fun movie for kids. Like the plot points aren't really strong or anything, but like, you know, it drives the point of like a, like a Mario game, for example, plumber shows up in world filled with pipes and turtles and has to go get the princess from Bowser. He does yeah. that. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Cause I, I have like a similar takeaway. Cause like the first layer of this is like, critics going oh what is this a kids movie (laughs) (laughs) and the answer is like yeah yeah it is but um on on like the flip side of that i kind of thought it was for like i thought it was for everyone the same way that a mario game is for everyone if you go into it with the right expectations like you're not don't expect deep themes because you're not expecting that in a mario game it's just like fun yeah, but Nintendo delivers fun Mario games, and they've delivered on this fun Mario movie. Yeah. Um, um, Donkey Kong was just Seth Rogen, and honestly, that was pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, I made money on it, so that's I'm good. probably I'm good And I it. lost money and still came out thinking it was fine. That says a lot. That says a mm-hmm. lot. Anywho. So we saw that movie. However, we did also have homework from our last episode to discuss in this episode we did have homework um remind me what did we do last episode well so we sort of gave a uh, a recap on our initial game swap where essentially the point is you got to stop recommending games to people unless you're willing to lose something or gain a recommendation in in return like there's nothing at stake when you hey play my favorite game oh yeah well how about you play mine you got to barter you got to game up. That's, yeah. That's a term. <laughs> so, sure. yeah, we traded uh, Nier for Yakuza. We talked about that. But we came up with a new trade, which I, um, geez. Hey, I just wrote down my game is called Considerate. Uh, Kukiyomi. Thank you. Kukiyomi, Considerate. Um, yeah. That was my task. Now, I got off the recording last week and burned through the first one immediately i saw that like in discord <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. i was like going to edit the episode and in discord it was like yeah james is playing kukiomi considerate yeah and then i went and played wow i guess i should give some context for the game so it's a lot like WarioWare. you know the, yeah. the art's a little more simple it's like big big circular characters they're blue and red and then like black outlines Mm-hmm. But yeah, it plays a little like WarioWare, but the idea is that you want to try and do the most considerate thing in all the various situations it's throwing at you, yeah. which is like a hundred of them. Yeah, Kukiyomi, I think it literally translates to read the air, but like uh, meaning wise, it's kind of like read the room, right? Yeah. Um, I So I did that. I played through all 100 levels. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, after that it unlocks some more modes and there's like an inconsiderate mode where yeah, you gotta where you do just, like <laughs> you gotta be the nastiest dude in the room like people will be coming into the frame to grab a seat on the train and you just don't move even yeah. though there's plenty of room around you <laughs> yeah um but then i went and i play. i got the second one as well and i played through that it's just a hundred more levels yeah it's fantastic. Uh, I cut myself off there, even though there is a third one. 
yeah you'll you'll get to it eventually i yeah. uh i th- there's also a co-op mode where we can both play as people and that might be something funny yeah i didn't try that yeah i want to i want to try that pretty bad but i want to say that there was like an underlying story in the first one yeah there like there was like certain elements that would be repeated um oftentimes it's like oh you're with your girlfriend and uh i don't know your girlfriend's a horse and yet the two options are sushi or like farm food yeah <laughs> so you, you take your horse girlfriend to get farm food or whatever yeah well and it, it started like because i guess early on in the how i was playing i think the levels are pretty random except for maybe like certain like checkpoints but like mm-hmm. one like you're on it taking your girlfriend on like the first date and it's like you can either go see the rom-com or like a sci-fi movie and you yeah, go and yeah, yeah. you take her see the rom-com that's the considerate thing in that situation but as your dates are going on you're presented that choice again but now she's also wearing like she's basically dressed up like a robot she's wearing like, like a, a mech gundam. suit <laughs> she's yeah. dressed up like a gundam and you can either take her to see the same rom-com or you can go to the sci-fi convention so uh like there's a little development there but then there's also uh aliens that <laughs> mm-hmm. are kind of um uh, appearing in places which eventually leads to Maybe your character getting abducted and you have to answer a bunch of yes or no questions. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And it's like, do you want destroy the world? And you go, no. <laughs> you can like put your <laughs> hand up or down. Um, yeah. But then I don't know. Like I got an an ending. Can we spoil this game? Yeah, let's let's spoil the ending. <laughs> okay. My character was like on his deathbed. Did that? Did that happen or, to you? What was it? I thought someone else was on their deathbed, and like, uh, you're holding their hand. Okay, I thought. See, I thought I was the one dying in that situation. I, I, I might have read it the wrong way. Yeah, um, where like it sort of felt like, hey, I wasn't considerate enough in life. Like, go find someone better than me. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, that was at least my takeaway from it. So it, there was like a weird heavy element at the end of the game, but for the most part, you're just being polite for, one hundred levels. Yeah, well, you're trying to be polite, um, based on like the limited information that you have, and, and making like split second like, really quick decisions. Yeah, with zero input on how the controls work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, it was. I had a lot of fun playing this and it seemed if i had to guess it like if there was a list of like 100 games on it with some recommendations for what like you were going to tell me to play i think i could pick this thing out of a lineup yeah (laughs) it just seemed like something you probably had up your sleeve so uh i i had a nice time playing it i don't know if i'm gonna play the third one yet um one one last thing that i really enjoyed at the very end they'll give you like a like um like a graph of like how well you did based on like oh geez oh. how do i say this i think i saved my um my screenshots of did you the save results it? yeah there's like quick decision making there's like uh empathy maybe 
You know, if you have it, that'd be helpful. I might have mine too. Yeah, I have the first one. So you're rated on a couple things. So you got your determination, sympathy, ability to fit in, sense mm-hmm. of duty, quick thinking, and application. Yeah. Um, what, for what mine, did you score highest in? Yeah. It says your quick thinking is your best ability. And I was slapstick comedian level. Okay. Which sounds about right. Um, usually the ability to fit in jokes, I think, land the best. <laughs> uh, most notably when there's like, you know, the Adidas tracksuit kids crouching down, like jail posing yeah. for a photo. And it's like, yeah, you got to crouch with them. Hmm, I And I have my second one as well. Yeah, let's hear it. So the it's less in this one so there's know-how role comprehension empathy insight and timing interesting yeah mine um though this one just says i was generally generally considerate and understanding celebrity wife (laughs) what does that mean i have no idea what that means i guess one more like every five levels they'll say like you were moderately considerate and I don't know how that ranks, like if I did a good job or a bad job. Oh, I don't know if I sent you this picture. I mean, it's I'll save it for off the audio, but did you actually play through the second one? Yeah. Okay. Play through the third one as well. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking maybe the third one would be one I want to do in like co-op. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the most advanced one. But I liked at the end of the second one, there's just like a large guy you're moving in the frame of the window that a student is looking out of oh during the credits mm-hmm yeah it's good there stuff. it is i know i just said i wasn't going to send it to you while recording but hey i i sent it to you <laughs> there it is oh uh, do, do you have any like a uh, favorite favorite games what was your favorite little mini game in there if you could remember any of them um god you're also i there's going to be a lot of instances if you just cutting noises out of my audio for this whole recording or you can leave them in actually i think it might add character is your cat throwing a fit there's so many things going on discord might not be picking up on it but audacity's going (laughs) no i hear it (laughs) okay good um okay games yeah so like there were some notable ones like there's one where the uh person with the olympic torch is running down and you can just come out of the frame with a cigarette and light your cigarette on the Olympic torch. I think I missed that one. Like, I think <laughs> I failed that completely. Um, and then there's also the one where you're at like a rock concert. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Osaka is the best. And you're like, yeah. And then they're all like, all right. And the band's breaking up tomorrow. And then you can be like, you can keep cheering them on as they say sad things. But that wouldn't be considerate. It's not considerate. So, yeah. um, but I did that because it's funny. Yeah. Oh, um, man. I think I just like the classic, like, you're in a very weird social situation. Like, what do you do? Um, oftentimes they're train related or like, uh, like food. Everyone's ordering beer and you can either order something different or just order what everyone else is ordering. Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's all. It's all good. That's the game. Cookie, let me consider it. There's some other things too where like it doesn't really tell you how to control some of the situations either. 
and that can much be frustrating like, much like warioware yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like that except this time it's like you know there's like a starving kid and her older brother who wants to help yeah and it's like all right well here's food we like we're about to get food or something and i just could not figure out how to get out of the way so like i like consistently ruined the lives of these less fortunate npcs yeah you accidentally do some inconsiderate things Mm -hmm. uh just by not knowing how to play the game right away ggs ggs so was that a good swap i think that was a good swap just because i there was also more to it so i was able to keep playing them Mm -hmm. yeah um it also it really made me want to play warioware though yeah. i've never i've never played any warioware really Mm-hmm. um the gba one's on switch yeah that's just what i was about to say that's like what that that's um mega micro games mm-hmm. yeah that's like that's the gold standard you should play that one is it like motion controls no uh they didn't do that until like the Wii, I guess. Okay, I wasn't sure if there was like some nasty motion, like gyro pack for the GBA. I recall, I thought Mega Micro Games might have had like the weird cartridge. Hmm. I remember that, but again, I never played WarioWare. You should play it. I'll do it, and I'll report that's my, back. <laughs> that's my new game swap. <laughs> oh, geez, I don't have anything for you yet. I'll think of it though. Um, yeah. Now I'm curious for you because I gave you I gave you two options. Um, yeah, you gave me two options, two things to consider. Actually, did you consider it? I I did consider it, and I had to like pick up on some some like clues. I think some subtext because mm-hmm. you you offered. Well, I should say first you said, Richie, either play Spider Man Miles Morales or Thirteen Sentinels. Um, one of them seemed like you wanted to be considerate. You said, Hey, you have the PlayStation subscription thing. You can play this one for free. That way you don't have to spend money. Mm -hmm. Um, but I could sense that you were probably more interested in talking about 13 Sentinels. (laughs) How could you, the Sega Atlas game? How could you ever consider that? Yeah. So I tried to be considerate and I played, a good like three or four hours of 13 sentinels mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's a long one where you know it's, it's not one you can really experience in a week unless you're like a freak yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so how did you how did you feel about that game just like what they're doing with the storytelling versus throwing you into mech battles yeah i think where i'm at in the game at this moment is that i'm still lost Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I hear about 13 Sentinels from uh, Chris Plant and the Into the Aether guys, like I feel like I hear that like there's a moment where everything clicks. Yes. That's true. Yeah. And, and really, the there's a lot of story moments where they kind of gate you like, hey, like beat this level because it's broken up into three different sections. I don't really care about the last section, but you have your remembrance and whatever the battle thing is. But you mm-hmm. go, you pick a character, go through their story, basically until it's a point where like, hey, beat this level to continue. Yeah. So like, they're pretty natural gates, and if you just follow through doing that for each character, um, 
it will start to all piece together. And there's a few like little hints. That's what at, like what's happening with a lot of people. Because just because some people have more interesting stories than others. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like if you get the the World War Two guy when like kind of futuristic stuff starts hitting his story. You're like, oh, I see now, what's happening. <laughs> I feel like I heard that like you can pick whatever story you want at any time. Like mm-hmm. I, I, there's a screen where like there's like a spotlight um, yes. on a character. Are you are you able to pick any character? Yes. Some of them are locked away until you get to a certain point with other characters. Right. Okay. Um, just because of the way the stories overlap. Yeah. I don't know if I made it that far then. Yeah. So there's a couple, but um, if you just kind of poke through the stories, but I, I like how, I, don't know, I guess, again, like kind of Ace Attorney and all that stuff. Like there's always just like, the floating thought bubbles around and you sort of start to realize like what you need to press people on. And it's it's a beautiful game to look at too. Did you notice that the main verb in the game is consider? (laughs) Consider it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did not realize that in hindsight. Well, obviously I didn't know what you were bringing to the show. So that's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up (laughs) to consider it up. Um, No, the art style is so good though. Yeah, it's it's vanilla where they draw all their uh they draw everything. So yeah. it's all little hand drawn maps, little hand drawn characters. Mm-hmm. Um Um I, I actually like navig navigating like a three D kind of space with the two D character. Yeah. That feels good. Like a little paper Mario. <laughs> oh well you might like Danganronpa then. <laughs> might I? Oh uh, yeah, it's like the same concept, but you are sort of the 3D space moving around and everyone in it is a cutout. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, now, for 13 Sentinels, I found the best way to enjoy the game was like, I played it when I still had my exercise bike around. Yeah. And I would just sit on that and walk around and talk to everyone and do all the, the story stuff. Yeah. Um, um. It's not too like, you know, the game doesn't ask very much of you. So it's a good no. like mindless cardio game. Yeah. Uh how did you feel about the um like the gameplay elements of the mech kaiju battles? I I think it's fun. I wish yeah. I could see the robots better. Interesting. You had a hard time. Yeah, mm. like it's sort of on like it all, the whole grid is like a blue sort of space. Yeah. I wish I could look at the mechs in a little more detail. Yeah, I hear you. Just to like just to see them. Or even the aliens too. Like they're more like just red dots on a on a map. Right, right. At first I was kind of like, what is this game doing here? Um mm-hmm. like I was kind of just like into the visual novel stuff and I was like, uh, this kind of feels like a chore. Uh but when I last played it, I started to get into the game. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is actually pretty fun. Yeah, it it clicks and I like I forget who can do it, but there's a couple characters that can just like lob long range stuff. Like you get into a, they have a really good tactical thing they figured out mm-hmm. with it where um, like it actually has a good game feel. You know, if I want to use like podcaster terms, it's got good game feel. Yeah, like uh, like game feel, um, narrative yeah. breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd say like for the visual presentation, it's a little 
low, but it's fun. However, all the presentation is in the visual novel part. True, yeah. That's where all the narrative breadcrumbs are, too. Yeah, and boy, are there so many breadcrumbs in this game. Ooh, what did you get it on? Switch or PlayStation? The Nintendo Switch. Ooh, that's a good... I was considering rebuying it, but I, I played it back on the, you know, on the PS4. Yeah, <laughs> you're an OG. I didn't realize you played this so long ago. Yeah, I got it the day it came out. Really? Because it was Sega Atlas. <laughs> Dang. I was like, oh, shoot. And at that point, I had already beaten... I don't want to miss my, mix my timelines up. I feel like at this point, I had beaten Persona 5 mm -hmm. and possibly Persona 4. So like I was really on my like Atlas kick, and I didn't know where else to find their games. Oh, and I think yeah. Catherine. I think I'd be Catherine around this time as well. And then... 13 sentinels was coming out so i scooped that up and you just were... like nobody cared about it <laughs> right which is again the the thesis of the game swap it's nobody cares about this game that i really want to like play and talk to someone about um so that's what i'm doing here yeah. so that you can talk about 13 sentinels and this was the chance i think the game is like and definitely like some of the names you mentioned like chris plan stuff like they uh like talking about this game and giving it great praise for like years now mm -hmm. you know th this game i think has been succeeding through word of mouth for a while hence like the switch yeah. port and um it's it's pretty well loved now i would say and like if you look up a ranking of like best vanillaware games this tends to be number one what are other vanillaware games i, I haven't even like heard of that until 13 sentinels uh, it was a bit like uh, Odin Sphere, uh, Dragon Crown, Grim Grimoire. Yeah. <laughs> you know these games. <laughs> <laughs> um, dang, I think there's some other, but they have a lot of um. Oh, okay, so like Grim Grimoire, that one they just actually remade on the Switch, and that plays like uh, it's a girl goes to an all magic school, you know, like wizard school, and sort of plays out like a tower defense game. Interesting. And then Dragon's Crown is a beat em up with like six different classes. So you can play as like a sorceress, elf, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just like a beat em up, like Castle Crashes or something, but it's like a lot more combo heavy. You know, you got to do air dashes and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what the hell Odin Sphere is. That's the one I feel like I might have heard the name spoken yeah. out loud. <laughs> yeah. And like all their games look like. 13 13 sentinels is the most beautiful out of all of these but like they have such a distinct art style for all these games yeah really beautiful like brush strokes is it brush strokes i don't know I, I don't have the artist's eye uh did they paint it is it finger paints I don't know. you have to ask them <laughs> did you tell me the medium <laughs> i don't know it could be digital i do i think um, they painted it oftentimes like I don't know. I know like the backgrounds in like Miyazaki movies are actually painted. Oh, of course. Um, but I feel like a lot of things are just done digital nowadays because you can like replicate it and it's just easier to do. Yeah, there's no point to get like, you know, cleaning a brush, maybe getting paint on your fingers. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to get the paint on your fingers anymore. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to smear charcoal with your skin. Yeah, they don't tell you that. Um, 
That is the full extent of my art knowledge on display. Uh, man, I didn't. I also uh, I hurt my wrist <laughs> playing all these oh, video yeah. games. You got a brace on right now, don't you? I do have a brace on right now, and it is keeps. It, uh, it does. It comes in waves, though. Like yesterday, I felt like nauseous from how bad it was hurting. Dang. Um, and it kind of corresponds like with nights that I'm maybe like up a little too late playing World of Warcraft. Like after, dude, after last Wednesday, my wrist yeah. stopped working. I was like, dang, all right. So then I didn't play for the rest of the week, but there's like a direct yeah. correlation there. Yeah, the, the amount of time you spend playing WoW uh, <laughs> it's finally with your wrist pain. It's finally punishing me. Like, dude, I couldn't even play Dragon Quest. Right, because it's your left hand. Yeah, it's my freaking finger my uh my joystick button yeah i guess the, the um, joy cons aren't really like i have a big handle thing that are that's pretty good for it but for the mm-hmm. most part pretty painful hitting the little joy con buttons yeah the switch is not ergonomic yeah naturally uh and like let's see i also i had dredge again fishing sucked fishing sucked dude i've been playing a lot of dredge i'm gonna be honest did you get it yeah oh <laughs> i'm playing a lot of dredge okay yeah no no i i love dredge it sucks in the fact that like my hand hurts <laughs> mm. um i've been just so scared though yeah um we'll hop on a stream i'll i'll, I'll help you through it all right cool i sort of want to like with with the confidence you give me i sort of want to sail out into the darkness yeah, because I, I don't know if you know this about me, James, but I'm kind of like a horror movie guy. Ain't, like, uh, ain't that some shit? I, I don't get scared at all. Um, so I'll, I'll hold your hand through Dredge. Thank you. I, <laughs> I think that, but yeah, I do have a, I have a really hard time with scary video games. Which is funny because what I just said was a lot. You're the horror movie guy, and I hate horror. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little chicken lad, but there is just yeah. such like a a rush that I chase in these these horror stories and whatnot. Yeah, well, let's play Dredge soon. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll schedule it off. But hey, I'm I'm free the next two days. Next two days. Next two days. Two day right, Tuesday. Well, you, you tell me, April or Monday? April. <laughs> <laughs> Monday or Tuesday? April or Monday. Oh jeez, um, sick. What do we um? So we established the game swap. Talked about the games. Mm-hmm. Overall, good experience. Everyone trade your games. Do we have but to not set for up? Free. Yeah, not for free. Um, do we have to set up another episode? No, we can, <laughs> we can figure it out before next week. All right, good. Uh, I don't think yeah. any games come out. No. April stinks. Yeah. <laughs> We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, sweet. We cool. check we check it out. Did you yeah. cue the, uh, the the big cane that pulls me off the stage? See, I, I was thinking more of like a um, uh, check, please. Oh, yeah. Um, who's grabbing it? Who's grabbing the check? Um, By me asking that, that means I'm not grabbing it. Yeah. Um, and I just made $5 off of you, so I guess it would be considerate if I... Uh, grab the check i'm glad you've considered that yeah i got it cool all right well consider checking out our youtube channel dude sick 
Nice. TGA podcast. Yeah, I'm on Tumblr. Find me. Mastodon. Go hunting. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Later.